Hi. Hello. How are you? Oh no, it was your turn. Oh no, too bad. Crap. All right. Welcome to Talking with Kitties. Oh. <laughs> this is a high energy episode. I am boyfriend. <laughs> I am girlfriend. And today we're going to talk about butts. Butts. <laughs> butts. Today's podcast is brought to you by... The letter B. Oh, I was going to say the letter C for cats. Cats, yes. What would the letter B for? Butts. Butts. Mm. <laughs> Butts. And the letter W. Wash your butt. Why not? Oh, my bad. It's like the same thing. Mm, not quite. No. No, not quite. But similar. So, as I was trying to consider what we should do this week. Considerish. I thought, you know. We should self- talk about butts. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> We talk about love languages. We've mentioned it a couple times. So I thought we would take a test. She made me take a test. I did make him take a test to find out what our love languages are. And it was a pop quiz. I didn't even get to study for it or anything. I had no idea what was on it. She just came home and she's like, here, you're taking this test. And then she hit me. Kershmack. Which one was it? Kershmack or Kapow? Yeah. Oh, she hit you hard. She is you. Oh, crap. (laughs) Do you have any updates? Anything you want to talk about before we get into the results for the test? Oh, uh, we had the spaghetti. We had the spaghetti. It was the spaghetti. It was delicious. It was really good. It was pretty yummy. I like didn't think I liked ragu and pregu sauce. Prego? I don't Prego. know what it is. I don't like that because it sounds like pregnant. <laughs> it's in there. Wait. I don't think Whoa, right. <laughs> no. But that one's, whatever one we had was really good. We will most likely not have a Finnegan tonight because it's warm enough for the catio to be open. Yep. He's been out there probably all day. All day. All day. Curled up in his chair. I'm pretty certain that Bubs and Gizzard are on the couch, although they might have followed us. Gizzard came down. Oh, did she? Yeah, she was down here whenever we started. I don't know where she's at. That doesn't mean she'll still be here, so. I don't have anything new or interesting. I can't really think of anything. No. Kind of a Yeah. Thank goodness it's over. We're recording this on a Friday. On a Friday night, evening. yes. Got a lot going on this weekend. We like you guys so much. We're recording on a Friday night instead of going out on the town getting drunk. Because that's what we do. That's totally not All what the we time. do. <laughs> I actually only poured this glass of wine because the wine had been sitting in the fridge for a while open and I knew it would start losing its yumminess if I didn't drink it. I'm not really in the mood to drink it, mm-hmm. but you know. I'm also not in the mood to drink. As you open up your vitamin water. Vitamin water. The red of one. Of doom. The red one. It's delicious. Those are the best. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into the tests. The test. There are five, five love languages as per this quiz. So I'm going to tell you the five, and before I give you your results, I want you to guess your order, because they give you the order of... For you. Okay. For me. Yes. I feel like this is a test on top of a test. Here's a good Kind of. The five love languages per this test. Words of affirmation, receiving gifts, acts of service, physical touch, and quality time. Yours are actually fairly close. Say it again. I don't know the order I gave them to you in. Oh. Because if I gave you the list, then it would be Uh, in your list. Acts of service. No. Receiving gifts. No. Words of affirmation. Physical touch. Quality time. Quality time, physical touch, affirmation, service, gifts. Damn. Damn. What? Is that your order? Yes. That is exactly how you scored. Yay, me. I aced this test. Did you cheat? Oh, I don't even know how to cheat. Quality time was 40%. Okay. Physical touch, you got 27%. Mm-hmm. Words of affirmation was 20%. Mm-hmm. Acts of service was 10%. Receiving gifts is 3%. 3%. Yeah, because there are so many questions that were like, gifts, 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 gifts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is all of this with the gifts? Because yeah. that's not... No. In the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. The love language of quality time also means sharing quality conversation and quality activities. Like podcasting. Yeah. (laughs) How cool. Uh, yeah, that so, sounds... Yeah. Those are your results. Okay. I'm not sure... Well, I know what my first one is just because I'm... Cheating? Looking at the paper. Cheater. Cheater, 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 pants on fire. Only because I saw the top paper, but I wouldn't have guessed that that was mine. Physical touch is my number one. Mm-hmm. Yours are distributed really evenly, too. Quality time, next. Nope. Words of affirmation, next. Yep. 
quality time is third. Yep. Acts of service and then receiving gifts. Yep. Do I have anything in receiving gifts? No. I have zero? Yes. You have three. I have three. There was one question that was weird. Yes. I know exactly which question. I don't remember what it was, but I remember thinking, this one's really strange. There was one question that was really weird, and I'm like... So mine is physical touch and then words of affirmation and then quality time, and yours is quality time. This love language isn't all about the bedroom. A person whose primary love language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy Mm -hmm. hugs pats on the back holding hands and thoughtful touches on the arm shoulder or face they can all be ways to show excitement concern care and love physical presence and accessibility are crucial while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive Mm -hmm. physical touch fosters a sense of security and belonging in any relationship yours are all really close like physical touch is 30 percent affirmation is 27 percent quality time is 23 percent oh wow acts of service is 20 percent oh wow like they're all really close. I pretty much have all of the love languages, but I don't want gifts. Yeah. Although, like, because like I said, there were a couple of them that I'm like, yeah. well, I wouldn't mind both. I would like for you to think of me and like write me a little note or give me a gift. But then the other one was like, hug me. Well, I'm, I'd rather have yeah. a hug than you write me a little love note. Yeah. There was one. I can't remember what it was. It was just the way it was worded was weird. Yeah. And I know I picked gifts and I was just, I didn't know which one to pick. Yeah. It was one of those. But I think yeah. those are pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I feel like yours is definitely quality time. I feel like all of them kind of wrapped up in one or mine. But I think that mine might be physical touch. That's kind of what it said. You do a lot of that. So I think that's how I'm I touchy, know touchy. when I'm like cooking dinner, you'll come over and like wrap your arms around me, which, which annoys me because I'm trying to cook. But I love it because that means you love me. But like that seems to be what you do more for me. So that's, Reciprocal. I don't know. Yeah. Almost. Not yeah. quite, but yeah. There was that. Do you agree with yours? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's funny that quality time is your number one and it's my number three. But mine, like you said, are so close mm-hmm. that yeah, it's, it's kind it's of- like 10% difference. Yeah. It's almost like three, three, three. Yeah. It's almost quartered. Just because it says I have a zero for receiving gifts doesn't mean I don't want a gift. Oh, shit. So if you want to yes. buy me that coach purse- Okay. For my- I'll get right on that. I told the parents- Mm-hmm. I'm like, just so you guys know, because they asked about the mall that Becca and I had gone to because they were just at two fairly local malls. They're like hardly filled at all. Like there's no stores in any of them. Malls are dying. They asked about the mall that Becca and I went to. And I said, no, it's completely filled with stores. Like it is packed. And mom's like, oh, we might have to go and look. I said, well, it's a really expensive mall. And then I said, if you go and you decide you want to buy me a congratulations on your new job present, there is a coach bag that I would love. And the response? I told her that it was $500. And she said, it better be a really beautiful bag. And then I sent her a picture of the bag and she went, it's very nice, but it's probably not worth $500. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're not paying for the bag or the quality. You're paying for the name coach that's embedded into the leather. That's not a thing that your mom would ever understand. That's not her at all. No, mom actually won't buy like sweatshirts with logos on them because she doesn't want to advertise for different brands, which I don't blame her. I totally get that. Okay, so the other thing I had that we can do... Because that didn't take nearly as long as I thought that it would. That didn't take nearly as long. Well, I thought it had like a breakdown of questions. I thought it would too, the questions but it stuff. didn't. So these are questions. Another test. Not really. This is conversation starters for couples. Okay. It says long-term partners can answer it differently like we can answer for each other. But I think we should answer our own. Okay. This will let our listeners learn a little bit more about us. And we might even learn something about each other along the way. I'm going to get in trouble. No, I don't I'm think so. I don't think. Like I said, there's a hundred of them. We're not going to go through a hundred of them give me a number one to a hundred seven seven have friends ever been a factor for you in the breakup of a relationship no mine haven't either would that be your friends or their friends yes just friends in general maybe not a direct factor okay there were some friends that you didn't get along with not so much didn't get along with just very sketchy okay very questionable okay and it kind of makes you wonder if that's the friend group what do you not know yeah. about well i mean if you think about it my longest well my longest relationship prior to this one was because of the friend group that friend group was sketchy as hell Mm -hmm. and then i ended up with him Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. long story short my longest relationship prior to me and aaron was aaron's best friend at the time yeah yeah. we didn't start dating when you guys were best friends anymore no no that was 
years later. Yeah. It had nothing to do with... It had nothing to do with the friend group, though. Like, really, I've only had two serious relationships, and that was with him and then now with you. I've had, like, some dating and crushes and stuff in between, but nothing that's really worth even mentioning. And really, how many relationships would you say you've been in? Two or three? Two or three. Who has been the most influential person in your life? Like... It can be any kind of influential. Like, whether it be to influence you as a person and your goals and morals or you're a musician. So musically speaking, I mean, it can be whatever you take that question to be. Do you want me to answer first? Because I know mine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know this one. So mine is my mom. I have looked up to my mama since I was little. She's just an all around amazing human being. Always gives people the benefit of the doubt. It's true. Never says a bad thing about anybody. She can always find something good in everyone. She's just the most caring and loving person that I know. Her faith and her, just everything about her is phenomenal. So she influences me and I strive to be a better person so mama can be proud of me. And then I say bad words on the podcast and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> See, I told you they're conversation starters. They're going to be kind of difficult. I can't just pick like one. Just pick one. First one that comes to your mind. First, very first one that came to your mind. I didn't have one come to mind. I really like this just an individual. There's so many for so many different reasons. So just pick one. all over the place. That doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem... Babe, you're putting way too much thought into this. I thought that was the point. I mean, it is, but... I don't know. I really don't know. You, my sister, your parents, musically, there's so many. I mean, it's just which facet? Do musically. Musically? Uh... I can think of like three people off the top of my head that you talk about. Danny, Justin, Les. Okay. Who were you thinking? What were you thinking? Well, I was thinking just bassists. Okay. Or like that kind and of thing. Who are you thinking? Justin, Les, and the guy. I don't know the guy's name. We were watching a YouTube video the other day from Scott's. Scott's bass lesson. Yeah. And he had that guy on it. Marcus Miller. Yeah. He's fairly recent. I just like his vibe. Okay. I wasn't sure. But you were like if really we're excited go, to watch him. So I didn't know. Probably though, honestly, and you're going to hate this, but if we're just going for musical influences, it would probably be more Rage Against the Machine flavored. I get that though. Tim taught me. Who's Tim? Their bassist. Okay. Tim I didn't Comerford. know. Yeah. Fit the song. Okay. That makes Fit sense. Fit the song. Backbone of everything. He's not a flashy player. He's not. No. And you, when you hear him you can kind of pick out that he's you you know the tone you can pick him out because he's playing against morello and him and brad wilk too brad wilk their drummer is just morello is the guitarist morello is the guitarist so you had morello over there doing morello things everyone in that band i feel has they have have their own sound absolutely like their sound raging as a machine um the one they did with what's his face yeah audio slave audio slave because the first time i listened to audio slave i'm like this is rage against the machine and you're like well actually yes yes it is i mean they have their sound but you know they always fit the music they do yes and with morello off doing his thing brad and tim had to hold down the rest of the song they had Mm -hmm. to hold the beat they had to keep everything moving that counterpoint was always a really big thing yeah back to you know total cliche mccartney paul mccartney yep no that makes a lot of sense actually that's not really a cliche because it's the same thing true mccartney lennon the whole crew you know all four of them were the masters of serving the song Whenever we watched the the Get Back documentary, they kept talking about they are serving the song, mm-hmm. serve the song. Mm-hmm. You know they were all talented, but none of them were flashy. All of them no, were just they, the song. Yeah, no. Just a little FYI here. If you haven't seen the Get Back documentary and you have any interest whatsoever at all in music in general, you should watch it. It was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Watching Paul sit there and just create songs that we've been listening oh to for God, decades. Oh my God, that was unreal. Like just watching him pull it out of the ether. Just like. It was so cool. He's there, he's making noises in the song just and then you're like wait a minute i know that i know that song and it's like he doesn't even know that song yet but we know that song yeah it's just it's just mind it was insane and the just the the pure admiration between members of the group that shone through it sometimes that was towards the end of everything and you know everybody was kind of like at each other's throats Mm -hmm. a little bit but you could still see it come through especially with ringo because there's that one Oh, that one scene where yes. Paul's at the piano and he's playing and singing. The one other guy's talking to Ringo. Ringo's just 
just stand there watching Paul play. And the other guy's talking to Ringo about the documentary, and he's just like, well, why don't you just have an hour and a half of him playing? I could watch this for an hour and a half yeah. any day. Yeah. Those just the pure professional pure admiration at each that they other. Had. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe they did, but it almost came across that like they knew how talented everybody else in the band was. Like there was no like, well, I'm the leader of this band because they all had something yeah. to give. And there was always there was some bullshit there every once in a while that came through with the egos and everything bounced sure. off each other. They're dudes. But as soon as that music would start, it was gone. Every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. And that was just impressive to watch. Who was the first person who who died in your life, and how did you feel about it? My grandmother. Okay. I didn't know how to feel about it. I was how old were you, roughly? 15-ish. Okay. I had the grandparents on my mother's side had died prior to that, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know them. Okay. I'd only met either one of them a couple times. They were just, you know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know them that well. She lived next door. I mm-hmm. knew her. I saw her every day. And I just, I didn't know really how to process it. And it was really, it was really fucked up because her viewing was two days before my first formal event at school. Oh. So I had to wear the same suit to both. Oh, no. Yeah. So kind of, there's a whole oh, lot going on. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. So there was, there was a lot to process going on and I wasn't yeah. processing any of it very well. You don't mm-hmm. really process things well. I really don't. No, that's true. That was the start of me not processing things well. Thanks, Grandma. (laughs) I guess the first real death I had to deal with in my own family, because the first death that I can think of off the top of my head was a friend's grandmother. But oh, yeah. I, I assumed we meant family. I mean, so, I had yeah, my family that yeah. died younger. Oh, I had friends. Yeah. yeah but, but it would be my pap, my mom's dad. I did not handle it well. That man was one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. And I attribute a lot of how amazing my mom is to her dad. I mean, my grandma as well. My grandma's phenomenal. Speaking of which, yes. just going to point this out. My grandma, my mom's mom, will be 101 on Sunday. Yes. Going to a pizza. party. We're having a pizza party. That's what she picked. That's what she wants. That's what she picked last year, too. It's her favorite. Yeah. My parents make homemade pizza. It's pretty good. It's amazing. Can't blame her. No. Yeah. So her husband, my pap. So how did you not handle it well? Just... If, if you don't want to answer that, just say tomato. I, I don't, I don't, I think tomato. Okay. <laughs> it, there's just so much to unpack that it's just too much. What's the largest purchase you've ever made? This is easy if you really think about it. The house. The house. Not counting the house. How about what's the largest purchase you've ever made on your own and not jointly? Because all the vehicles, the house, yeah. all of the big stuff that we have was purchased between the two of us. So what's the biggest purchase that you've made on your own? Mm. And this isn't to brag. This is just like, or we can do like, what's your favorite purchase? Because this is hard. This is do you hard. want a different question? Well, no. Because um, I can ask you this question because I can't answer it. My knee jerk was the base, but the base wasn't because my laptop was slightly more than the base, which is just weird. Yeah. But my desktop upstairs was probably the more expensive. Hmm, okay. Computers and musical instruments. I mean, yeah. nobody no, saw no. that coming. I had to look around the room because so much of it is like secondhand stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, you and, and I had like, buy, purchased a lot of secondhand stuff. Yeah, especially especially down here. Like the Music. musical instruments, it's mm-hmm. none of it holds its value. So yeah. you can get good stuff real cheap on the secondhand yeah. market. Probably the most expensive thing down here is the laptop in the corner. Yeah. So that's true. weird. I'm trying to think what mine is. And I really, my Jeep, yeah. my first Jeep, I bought it on my own. Well. Oh, okay, if we're talking about that, it'd probably be the Sunfire. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I thought about it, like I actually purchased that. Yeah, one, so. I actually purchased Sunfire. I didn't there you go. think about it. So yeah, cars. What's the most expensive purchase that you still own? On my own? Is yours your base? No, mine's a laptop in the corner still. Oh. oh. No, mine's a desktop upstairs. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa. Uh, what would? Let's see. Still own. I just sold a lot of my expensive stuff. You did tomato? Tomato. <laughs> What is your favorite time of year? Summer. Mine's fall. You like it because it's getting cooler and the leaves are falling and changing color. I just like being warm. Are you a morning or night person? Morning. And you used to be a night person. I used to be a night person, but now you're definitely more morning person Mm -hmm. now. Me as well. I don't wake up well. I'm not one of those people that like hops out about that. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Up Coffee Constitutional, but then I'm pretty good. I was going to say, I don't think we talked about this on the podcast, but Becca and I were talking when we had our sister outing, and I asked her a very serious question, actually. We all like coffee. I asked her if she needed coffee in the morning to function or if she just drinks coffee because it tastes good. Why are you wet? Because I had washed my hands and then I pet her. Oh. 
Remember she was my towel. Remember when we first got Bubs, he was always mysteriously wet. <laughs> yes. He was always damp. Did we ever figure out why? Because he would play in the dripping. He would play in bathtub. Yes, that's correct. Uh, the faucet in the bathtub at the apartment would drip, and he would play yes. in it because he's a weirdo. A goofball. But he would always come out like, yes. Bubs, why are you wet? <laughs> that's right. I remember that now. But anyway, anyways, I asked Becca coffee if she has to drink coffee in the morning to function, or if she just drinks coffee because it's part of a routine and. And she just enjoys like the comfort that coffee brings her. Mm. And Becca and I both agree that we don't have to have coffee in the morning to function. Like we can skip coffee for days. But does caffeine affect her like it does you? I.e. doesn't? No, I don't think so. so. I don't think that it matters to her as much. It's weird. Caffeine does not affect me at all. I don't need it to function in the morning, but it definitely helps. I kind of feel like you do. Okay. Only because there are days where you're like, like you zombie out. There are days I zombie out with coffee. Well, that's true. I mean, I don't know. I really can't answer, I guess, that question for you. Yeah. It's on you, but it helps. Mm, definitely helps. Yeah. But caffeine doesn't, no, doesn't affect, affect me at all. I have to cut caffeine out of like mid-afternoon or I'm up half the night. I mean, I just don't sleep anyway. She'll pound a Red Bull before going to bed, so. I mean, that used to be my go-to. When I would go out drinking with friends, I would drink Red Bull and vodka and I would have them all night long and then come home and pass out and I was fine. Back in the day, when we would go to the diner, I would go to the diner and have a cup of coffee to help me sleep because it was like the warmth would. We used to do that. Help me. We sleep. would hit. Well, it wasn't. We didn't go to the diner so much, but we would go to Eaton Park and mm. have a coffee late. At, you know, leaving the bar, go yeah. have a cup of coffee. Mm. Oh no, this wasn't even after out. the bar. I'm just talking like yeah. high school. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Yeah, back then it didn't bother me yeah. either. So. Yeah. But somewhere along the line, it started. What family member outside of your nuclear family were you closest to growing up? Nuclear family? Nuclear family would be like your... Bomb shelter family? Nuclear family, they mean like your mom, your dad, your sister. My grandmother. Your grandmother. The one that died. All of them have died. Oh, yeah. God, that was terrible. The one that we were just talking about. Your dad's mom. Yeah, because she was right next door. I would so. kind of almost say that that's still nuclear, but that's okay. Because I... I don't really know. There's nobody but else. No, because you aren't, your family isn't very close with other people. No, there's nobody So else. I'm going to say nuclear family includes my grandparents. Okay. So I'm going to say the family member that I'm closest to growing up, all of them. Oh. It would be easier for me to say what yeah. family member I wasn't close to. Name names. I'm not going to name names. <laughs> But yeah, no, our family life is very different. Our family life is very different. We're so like different. Like opposites. my family is tight. Yeah. I mean, mm. not necessarily my dad's side, but that's just because his brother passed away whenever I was like two. Yeah. So I didn't really get to know him. And then my dad's side, I don't really know a whole lot of, but my mom's side is very, very, very close knit. I've like grown up with all of my cousins. What's your favorite color? Red. Red. What's your favorite color? What is my favorite color? It depends on currently the Currently yellow. Yes. Currently, well, yeah, currently yellow. What is your least favorite type of food? We always talk about favorite type of Green. food. Green. Green? Green. Really? Okay. No, that- That tracks. That tracks, yeah. yeah. Mine is anything that comes from the sea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get down with that. Oh, that might be more than green. I think so, because yeah. you'll eat a salad, as long yeah. as you have a shit ton of ranch dressing to cover yeah. it up, or like yeah, a lot of cheese and stuff. Anything I don't water. Anything out of water. I don't consider that food. Okay, but it that's is. That's how bad it is. Yeah, I, that's, that's, I don't even consider that food. So like you ask the question and that doesn't even that doesn't register. That doesn't even register until I say it. And you're like, oh yeah, I guess oh, that yeah, is kind of food. eat that, yeah. huh? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh. What's your favorite day of the week? This is actually a hard one. Do you have a favorite? Not Friday. No. Not Friday. Right now, it actually might be Mondays. Really? Yeah. Because rested up, good from the weekend. Okay. I've been you spending, feel more productive. I've been spending the weekend coming up with ideas. I got okay. thoughts in my head. So okay. I, got, I usually have some type of plan. And Monday is just like, let's get this shit done. That's amazing. Yeah. So huh. I, think, I think Monday's right now. Okay. Most people are like, oh, it's Friday because I'm done with work. But it's like, <laughs> no, it's Monday because I'm getting started on my work. Yeah. So That's amazing. Right now I'm going to say Sundays, which is kind of strange because they also happen to be my least favorite day. Can it be both? Because it kind of is both. Sunday is the day that I typically put aside to have be my rest day where I try not to do anything. And it's my self-care Sunday where yeah. I'll soak in the tub and read. And it's kind of like my day for me. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy that. But at the same time, I hate it because it means I have to go to work the next day. Yeah. Do you enjoy activities that might make your partner uncomfortable? No. Yes. I don't think. Do I? No, but I do. Yes. Because I like to go out and do things. Yeah. Which makes you uncomfortable. Oh, that's where the people are. I know. It's the worst. You like to take me to the place. This is where we feed the people. <laughs>
<laughs> this is where, where we are loud at the people. <laughs> this is where the people graze. If I had bad breath or body odor, would you tell me? What is the situation? That's a situational question. If we're just at the house having a lazy weekend, nah, we're just going to lay around and be gross. I don't care. If we're like going out or going to do something or be around people, it's like, hey. Okay. You might want to. Yeah. And that's just for your benefit. Yeah. If we go out and somebody tells me I'm stinky and you didn't tell me I'm stinky, I would be pretty upset that you didn't tell me I was stinky. So. Yeah. No, I would agree with that, actually. And then it said, should I tell you why or why not? How should we do it? But. I mean, like you said, if it's if we're having a lazy weekend and we both just like are gross, yeah. I'm not going to say we anything. We have gross weekends. Yeah. yeah. If we're going out, if we're going like, to go well, out, some, like I'm going know, to gizzard. work, and you're like, mm, yeah, is that how we're going to? I don't gizzard? know. If you should go, Gizzard. Gizzard, maybe. Hey, hey, stop unplugging shit, Gizzard. She unplugging. Stuff. I have no idea, but I just see her playing with wires. Get out from behind the drum set, Gizzard. She's trying to play like her weird uncle. She's not, but she's playing with the wire. Hey, don't start chewing wires now. What did I do today that made you feel appreciated? Did I do anything? Uh, the spaghetti. Making you dinner? Yes. Okay. Mine is changing the sheets on the bed and doing laundry and cleaning the house. Which I was annoyed about after I did it. Why? Because we're going to have to tear the bedroom apart on Tuesday. Oh, no. I didn't think of that. I thought about it just as I finished putting the new blankets on. I was like, some bitch. Point of reference, they're finally coming to fix our roof. and It's going to be over two days. They're going to do the outside on Tuesday. And then they're going to do the inside ceiling and everything on Wednesday. Yeah. So we have to try to get as much out of the bedroom as possible. This is a fairly small house, so I'm not sure where we're going to put it all. Probably the attic because we clean it out. Yes. That's going to be fun and exciting. If we eliminated physical attraction from our relationship, what would be left? Hanging out on the couch. Laughing. 90% of everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely physically attracted to you. Mm. Mm. We would sit and talk and be doing this and laugh a lot and nothing really in our relationship would change. What does my family do that annoys you? Healthy desserts. <laughs> I guarantee you mama is giggling hysterically right now if she's listening can you please explain to our listeners what a healthy dessert is? We're going to get a pie because A likes pies. But it's like a fruit pie. It's like blueberry pie or, or apple. Apple. I like apple pie. But it's just they keep sneaking healthy food into dessert. So when you think of pie, what do you think of? Like what is what is a, a pie? pie. <laughs> Oreo cream pie. Chocolate yeah. cream pie. Decadence. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's nothing that's grown anywhere ever. <laughs> Because Oreos don't grow on trees. No. Gotcha. <laughs> you don't go peel the cheesecake off the cheesecake tree. That'd be amazing. Yeah, what? I think the only thing... Well, right now, the only family yeah. that you have left is your sister. So you should be careful about what you say right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, she knows where you live. No, I think the only thing, and we've we've actually talked about it, I think, with her, is just we don't keep in touch enough. Like, we're always yeah, afraid yeah. of being... We did, that. we did have that conversation. Yeah, we're always, like, afraid of bothering the other person. We only hear from each other whenever somebody needs something. Yeah, and I wish that we could just... We've been working on we it. We have been working on it. The biggest problem right now is I'm so self-absorbed with shit during the week and she's really busy with work yeah. so i so. mean i mean and you're busy with work because that's your work but yeah so. that is that is definitely a thing with definitely definitely a thing with my but family. your sister doesn't annoy me no like she doesn't do anything that annoys me she's pretty awesome she's okay <laughs> do people in your family carry long-term grudges oh yeah oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm. i have family members that have not spoken to each other in decades i was gonna say you probably don't know part of your family because yep, of yep. a grudge a whole... that happened before you were born yep mm -hmm. i don't yeah. think i'm actually exaggerating am no, i not I didn't at all think so mm -mm. No, no. They, we, we hold grudges forever. Mm -hmm. Forever. And we're totally unfair about it, too, because we won't tell you. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we're, it's, it's not fair at all. It's just complete bullshit. I've tried really hard to break that and, like, communicate whenever I'm upset about something or not. Because the knee jerking of my family is just like, well, fuck him. I'm not going to talk to him ever again. Like, that's... Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. My family doesn't hold grudges. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. No. Nope. Like, one of my siblings can do something and hurt my feelings and make me really mad and then like 10 minutes later they could call me because they need something and i'm gonna be there because it's like yeah you hurt my feelings but you're my family i'm not gonna be mad at you yeah that that was never instilled in us hmm. that whole unconditional thing was never instilled in us yeah, so. unconditional love is definitely a thing in my family yeah. like it yeah, was it like you can do but... anything and they might not approve they might not agree with it they might be upset with whatever you chose to do but that doesn't change the fact that they still love you yeah that's not a thing in my family at all What's your dream job? I'm doing it. That's amazing. <laughs> Explain. Music and video games. Like just creating? Yeah. 
the whole the whole kit and caboodle creating music the videos the all of it doing this being entertaining okay all of it i mean all of it like the the tedious bullshit parts that everybody hates all of it you love it the editing the everything the anora 10 of setting up lights and checking eight million times to see what moving this light two inches to the left does like all of it love all of it okay doing it myself because i spent so long trying to do music with other people trying to do music Mm -hmm. with bands and stuff and there's always something there. there's always a disconnect somewhere there's always something you're always waiting for somebody else or always have to rely on other people and not having to do that just it's all on me is both incredibly stressful and incredibly freeing at the Mm -hmm. same time because it's just like i only have to count on myself yeah yeah Hmm. totally this i think my dream job has changed i don't have a specific job in mind if we could turn this into a living and we could make enough money to cover expenses recording a podcast with each other that would definitely be a dream job i'm working at trying to turn all of this into a living but if it was outside of doing this, I just want to make a difference. I want to make a difference in somebody's life. And I think that's another part of why I really like doing this because I get to spend time with you and we get to talk and hash things out and like learn about each other and have fun. And I get to share you with the world about how fucking hilarious you are. But at the same time, we might not be making a difference like, oh, my life is so much, yeah. you know, whatever. But like yeah. if we can make somebody laugh. Yeah, absolutely. That's always, like yeah. if we can put a smile on somebody's face if they're having a rough day or even if they're just having a regular day, day, it makes somebody smile. Like that means a whole lot. Like that a, is a goal. There's a lot of bullshit in the world right now. There's a lot of terror things going down it's really hard to find things to smile about so So if we can help do that even just a little bit absolutely yeah that's that's a win in my books every day and i mean even at this point if no one ever listens to our podcast but us we're still making a difference because we Mm -hmm. can listen back and we can giggle at each other Mm -hmm. so the longer we record and the more we get involved and do this the more i think that this could definitely be like a dream job for me how do you define success fulfillment okay yeah i'm probably the same like money isn't no. the gauge for success is not for me no me either i think it's like how at the end of the day if you can go to bed feeling like you yeah I, i've worked jobs that paid well that i just felt like i was wasting my time yeah. most of the jobs that i worked at i felt like i was wasting my time because i could have been doing something more fulfilling yeah that would yeah. actually make you feel something yeah. other than just empty inside yeah i think that's more prevalent in a lot of people than we realize i think a lot of people are you know stuck in the day-to-day, week-to-week, paycheck-to-paycheck life, and they could be doing more, but by the time you're done working all the jobs that you have to work now to make ends meet, you have no energy left for anything else. Yeah. Not to go too tinfoil hat, but I have a feeling that part of that's by design. You know, keep the the peasants working so they can't do anything else. Yeah. Yeah, the opportunity that we've had, you know, the past year or so to get into everything else has been amazing. You know, I've been in charge of companies and employees and everything everything else and I always felt good I always tried to like you know their best interest do the best thing and everything mm-hmm. and I always you know try to do my best there but it was never ultimately fulfilling because I didn't I'm the creative type it's just mm-hmm. it's just my set I'm just the creative type and if I'm not creating something I just feel unfulfilled yeah. like boxed in and not happy just miserable even if it's building pyramids in Minecraft, like whatever, you know, I have to, that, that was my outlet for how long. It was, yeah. Yeah, I have to be putting something, not even putting it out. I was going to say I need to be putting something out, but not even putting it out, just putting something together. Yeah. It's never been about showing off my skills to anybody else. It's always just about creating the thing because I spent how long just creating the things and it's just hoarding them to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, these are my things, these are my things. Not even hoarding them. I would create it and then toss it aside and then move on to the next I was going to say, it, was it wasn't the, even like you were like, yeah. these are my things, these are my things. Yeah, like, no, it I don't was know just where, like you created created it and then I it create, was like yeah that was really cool and yeah. then you're like all right on to the next thing you would hold on to stuff like the old posters stuff oh don't you want to hold on to this like no like but, but you made this if i decide i want it i'll make it again yeah how many times have i said that's that crazy to me just the process of creation it was never about validation from outside it was just mm-hmm. about me my process and i was just getting it out because it's, there's always that push to be better than i was yesterday mm-hmm. i would always be stuck in the jobs where it's like empty yeah mindless when, you, when you're running a business or, or running a store or whatever better than yesterday is usually just monetary and yeah. yeah and that's not I'm, i mean that's important i'm sure that's very important to a lot of people it's not my metric i mean as long as you're you have enough to survive yeah. then yeah, 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 yeah. that doesn't that's, that's a different thing. yeah but i mean that's why i think it's so important to a lot of people because they 
have like families no, 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 and they're no, no, trying no, no, no. to. No, no, no. Well, no, okay, but you're just getting at like like businessmen, like stuff like that. That's what they focus on. Running the business, you know, their improvement is making more money. Yeah, that's their marker for success. It's never been my marker for success. No, I totally get. You know, some people need the money for families, everything. But that's not. That's not what I was. That's getting not at. where you're, you're getting no. at. Like, that's like your primary focus. Like, yeah, you want to like. Yeah. Earn, 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 make, make. Yes, make, yes, like, yes. Yeah. That's that's their metric. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, no people. I mean, having you have live your life and provide for your family. You have to eat, make a like living. To, yeah. Okay. I don't know that that's fulfilling for anybody. You just have. You to have do to do it. it. It's yeah. part of life. Yeah. Honestly, everything. Maybe not building things. I define success in just fulfillment as well. Like what feeling you? like feeling like I've made a difference. Feeling like I've actually like I've know that I've made someone happy or made someone's day a little bit brighter. That's your scale? Yeah. Like that's your scale. Like if you meet somebody at the grocery store as a complete stranger, you're you're at a store, you're checking out, cashier looks like she has a bad day, you make a joke, she kinda ha like you get her to like not like yeah. that sounded really sarcastic. No, like, no, no, ah, I know what you mean. No, no, no like, not that, but like like genuinely like yeah. you make her smile. That's your day? No. But I like to do that. And that's not this isn't a loaded question because like some people that's like, you know, they'll ride that high all day. But it is a loaded question because I do want to make people smile. You but do. that's not how I gauge what's your scale. If I feel like shit at the end of the day. But I don't know how to make myself not feel like shit. If the antidepressants are working. <laughs> No, like I, I want to come up with this like amazing like response, but I don't know. And I think that's kind of why I've been kind of just floating along in life lately with jobs and things, because I don't know what that niche is that would fulfill me yet. I like, I like to know that the people that I surround myself with and I love and I care about are happy and that I did good by them mm-hmm. but i don't know if that's necessarily fulfillment or if that just makes me happy what's the difference i don't know because like you said fulfillment for you is creating and and making and doing and all of this stuff and like that's I, I really don't know i wish i had an answer but i don't know that i do some people don't i'm it's a blessing and a curse knowing exactly what yeah uh, maybe punching kitties feeling that i did the very best that i could do and not having any regrets for the day that. Like if I can lay in bed and not have something to worry about, but I can find something to yeah, worry about because I'll worry about worry. things that happened 20 years ago. I really don't know. And I, that annoys me that I don't know. Maybe the next time you're laying in bed in the middle of the night that's, worrying about something, that's you should just switch Maybe gears. that's what I'll switch gears and think about like when I'm sitting downstairs playing Animal Crossing with the needing bubs in the middle of the night. Figure out what you want to do when you grow up. I've been trying. What's one burning question that you want to ask me? It actually says that you wish I would ask you, but that seems stranger. We just ask each other stuff. Like, yeah. That's not thing. It's not like. No. What's one of your greatest fears? Losing you. Aww. Hands down. Maybe. You're not going to lose me. No, I don't mean like that. Oh. I mean like whenever you and Becca went and I didn't hear from you all night and then didn't hear from you the next morning and I was like, something happened. Oh, babe. Yeah. It was because the concert. I totally get it. I, I don't want people totally to think I'm a jerk. Rationally understood it. Because I wanted to message. No, I know. I wanted to message you so bad, but I know that I'm the person on your phone that if I message you when you're like sleeping and your phone's on silent, it'll go off. And I'm like, I know you're sleeping. I don't want to wake you up and tell you. I wasn't. But I thought you would be. And because you, you always message me and say, all right, I'm getting ready to go to bed. And you didn't. Because I hadn't gone to bed yet. But I'm like, he definitely went to bed. Like it was late. I had been coming off of a week of not sleeping because I was up all night with just shit going so through I my head. So I assumed you went to bed early and you told me you were going to go to bed early. But what I ended up doing was staying up until I was dead, tired. So whenever I went to bed, I would just be out instead of laying awake and gotcha. tossing and turning by myself. I did not share that with you. Yeah. So she's looking very sure. Why are you? guys in my bedroom i know i think my greatest fear i was you as well but just in general like losing the people i love if you could return to one place again where would it be if i could or if i had to if you could do you remember the night of the meteor shower yes all right yep that was good Mm -hmm. you me the beretta and out in the middle of nowhere we weren't even officially dating then nope that was a really good night the Beretta is a car, not a handgun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chevy. I didn't even know that that was a handgun. Yeah. She- Chevy Beretta. It was a green two-door coupe. It used to belong to my dad. We sold it when he died, and then I bought it back off the person we sold it to five years later. Yep. Yeah. That. Uh... Okay, so you came up with like a time. I was thinking of a place. What was the question? If you could return to one place again, where would it be? That place. No, well, because I was thinking, I wasn't thinking like memories like that. I was thinking like Deep Creek. Oh, 
Oh. You know what I mean? I'll go back in time to like go, okay. Yeah, that's how I took it. All right, well, answer both ways. Okay, so Deep Creek, my childhood family cabin, that for sure. And a time. I don't I don't know where my place would be. Like just place. The catio. Oh. But warm. Yeah, it's always gonna be a time for me, not a place. I don't have connections to places so much. The vacation that we went on when we went and had yes. a burger and then I wanted a yes. beer at the beach. So there was a place me and a friend lived in Virginia for a hot minute and we found this, um, this hole in the wall bar that had amazing burgers. Best burgers I've ever had. She never got to have one of the burgers, but she kept hearing us talk about these burgers. So then the one job we were working together, we both managed to get a weekend off. It was like a four-day weekend again, or three-day weekend. It was a three-day weekend. And this is, again, prior, prior to, to us dating. being dated. Yeah. Like, we got three days off. What do you want to do? I was like, let's go to days to get a burger. She's like, really? I was like, yep. You said, let's each pick something we want to do and we'll go yeah. do it. Yeah. And then I said, okay, what do you want to do? And you said, let's go to Dave's and have a burger. And I said, you want to drive the whole way to Virginia for a burger? Yep. And you said, yep. And I said, all right, but then I want to go drink a beer on the beach. And I don't even drink beer, Mm-mm. but I wanted a beer on the beach. So we hopped in the Beretta mm-hmm. car, not a handgun, drove down to Virginia, got us some burgers. Oh my God, it was so good. It is the best burger I've ever had. And after we were done with the burgers, we hopped in the car, drove to Ocean City. Drove to Ocean City, Maryland, got a hotel, went down to the boardwalk, bought two Coronas, I believe they were, mm-hmm. and sat on the ledge of the boardwalk and drank beer. Mm-hmm. And then we went up to the bedroom and it was two beds and he looked at me and went which bed are you taking i'm like which bed are you taking you're like it, it doesn't matter and i'm like let's just sleep in this one and we cuddled there was no hanky panky there was no smooching because we weren't dating there was no hanky there was no pankies or nothing but there was cuddles and sleeps and sleeps it was very nice that's when i knew i could trust you like i knew prior to that oh sketchy no i knew prior to that that i could trust you like you were my best friend but it was like i knew that you wanted us to be more but you knew that i was very against it because i didn't want to lose my best friend Mm. and you didn't try anything you didn't try to push me you didn't try to coerce me in anything it was just like you weren't you were going to sleep in the other bed you weren't even going to try to convince me that we should cuddle do you not want to have this conversation do you want to just stare at gizzard she's just right there looking fucking adorable like the whole time i'm talking looking at you and you're just like staring longingly at gizzard look at her she's a cute little burnt low cuddling with a tripod Yes. And then the next morning we woke up, went down to the beach, mm. sat on the beach, got the worst fucking sunburn on the tops of my feet. Oh my God, it was awful. So bad. And then had to drive like a couple hours oh home. Oh my God, it was awful. And the top of my feet were bright red. I drove barefoot most of the mm. way, which was awkward. And then didn't we stop at a Long John Silver's for dinner, which John neither Silver's. of us like? Yep, Ugh. yep. We didn't have fish, we had chicken. We had chicken. It tasted like fish, if I remember correctly. Yeah, every Long John Silver's mm-hmm. does. But we were in so much pain, we had to put on socks and shoes. Oh my God, we so wanted to cry. Bad. It was awful. It was worth it. 100%. Have you ever learned to speak another language? If you have not, what language do you wish you would have learned? I speak English and bad English. If you could learn a language, what language would you want to learn? Spanish would probably be the most practical. Mm-hmm. What would be the most fun? Mandarin. No. Mandarin. Yeah. All right, that's cool. That's but, could come in handy too. Yeah. Yeah, Mandarin. I'd like be... to learn Latin or Italian. The spaghetti. Uh, the spaghetti. Oh, I guess I already know Italian. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I learned Spanish in high school. That was like high school Spanish. That's not the same. I can ask, where's the library? May I go to the bathroom? Don't mix those up. Well, no, it's fine. Right. I mean, there's lots of books, so it's paper. You can wipe with that, right? It's awful. I'm, ke- I'm teasing. So You're going to tell me I'm being pretty gross. That's why all That's why all the pages are yellowed. Oopsie. What was the last book that you read? Um, it was Terry Pratchett. I don't remember which one. It was one of the Discworlds. I'm trying to remember. I, I which just one finished was. a book, but I don't remember what it was. I had started a book and then went, nope, I'm done. I don't like this. And I stopped reading it. I started diving into, into Terry Pratchett more and then just stopped. Not not because of his books. His books are amazing. I lost the time to read and have not figured out how to get it back yet. And that was that was COVID. Yeah. So that was 20. That was three years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Gizzard, say something. I'm going to squeeze you. Ow, ow. Ow, ow. So the the last book I read was crap. So the book I'm currently reading, I'm reading the new Michelle Obama book. Mm, yes, I saw that. I've only read a chapter so far, but it's really good and very inspiring. And it's not political, so it's kind of nice because yeah. it's just like very inspiring. And like I said, it's 
a chapter. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes from here. I never read like books like that. Yeah. It's not my thing. I have something I need to address from one of the previous podcasts. Okay. I don't remember when it came out because I listen to them in different orders sometimes. Okay. The one podcast I was talking about, my Guilty Pleasure TV show. Yes. I meant to talk about Love is Blind. Or no, 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 no. I think I said Love is Blind. But I had been watching the other one. What's the other one called? Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight. So we had been watching Married at First Sight. Well, we hadn't. I have. And then he would come in and watch some of the episodes. But that's what I had been watching. And I was excited because Love is Blind debuted again, like the new season, last Friday. Anyway, there's more episodes out today, I think. So I get to watch more now. And I'm finished with the season of Married at First Sight. And it's not good. Not good. That's and I've been catching up on Bob's Burgers. Well, that's way better. It is way better. Way better. But I like Bob's Burgers, it's funny. It is. So I think I should probably go and watch more. No more questions? I mean, there's a hundred questions, but a lot of them are about children and a lot of them are about oh, family. Those are the same things, some people. No, no, no. Like specifically like your own children mm. or like your parents. Mm. Uh, do you post photos of yourself online? No. I mean, kind of. I do not. I post whole ass videos. What are your favorite social media sites? Mastodon, Reddit. I guess Instagram for me, I guess. But I don't care if I use it or not. I don't use Reddit properly, though, because I, I rarely ever post. I just yeah. scroll through other people's stuff. That's true. Have you ever had a crush on someone you shouldn't have? For example, a teacher or a friend? I mean, probably. I've never had like true crush on someone that I shouldn't. What's a true crush? You can appreciate that they're good looking, but I've never been like, oh my God, I must marry them someday. Mm. You know what? Like I'm thinking like mm. teenage crush. Mm. Like how much time do you spend online every day? Not as much as you'd think. Really? Yeah. Hmm. What's the happiest moment of your life so far? The time when we were at mom's. Really? And you came in, you were hanging out, and then you're talking about our plans for the next day, and you're like, oh, I'm spending the night, by the way. Aww. Yeah, and we weren't dating, and there was no sex. That was the start of it. That was the start of me basically saying, all right, I'll give this relationship a try, but there was no kissing and no hanky-panky. So, how's that working out? It's all right. I get hanky-panky now. I got some bubs. I get hanky-panky, and you get some bubs. Yep. <laughs> so... Oddly, this just stands out right now, and I don't know why. One of my happiest moments, or let's say one of my most, one of the times I felt the best in my life. I was a senior in high school, and I was going to prom, and I had my dress picked out. My sister had some friends over, and you were over because at the time you were dating my sister's friend. And they wanted me to try on my dress and show them what my dress looked like. So I tried on my prom dress and had no makeup on, didn't have my hair done, just put on my prom dress. Do you even remember this? I hope it was you. I'm teasing it was you. I put on my prom dress, and I walked out. And you were standing in the back room of my parents' house. And I walked out and your jaw just dropped because it was the first time you had ever seen me in a dress. Maybe you weren't dating her at the time, but I feel like you were. I remember it very differently. Really? I remember it as you were ready to go to the prom. Oh, maybe. Maybe. And I it was thought in I had tried the front room of your parents' no, house. No, it was in the back room. And you had come in because you guys were getting ready to head out the front door to leave. Okay, so we don't remember it. But anyway, you... I remember the dress. Your jaw dropped. You made me feel really special like because you just couldn't say anything. And I thought you were making fun of me. And you still to this day swear that you weren't. And then I felt like shit the rest of the night because then I looked at my date and said, how do I look? And he's like, I mean, all right. Well, and that right. was the end of it. Yep. And then he fought with me about something, I'm sure. You looked amazing. So that's one thing that stands out. Just, I mean, that's not like the happiest moment, but that's just something that always makes me feel good thinking back. And that was years before. That was years and years and years, years. and years before. And I was like, dang. Mm -hmm. You clean up nice. Yeah. He tells me all the time, hey, Gizzard, maybe you should go take a bath. Do I need to get the hose out? <laughs> Here's bar soap. <laughs> What's the most memorable gift you've ever received? My parents got me my first stereo when I was like 10 or 11. Aww. It was a piece of crap. It was like... Not at the time, though. No, it was a oh, piece was? of crap. It was like some plastic one-piece sound design 
thing okay. came from one of the places around here, but for stereo, I could listen to music. I had two cassette decks and an AM FM radio. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Had a pair of speakers that were separate. Before that, I only had like, you know, like radios or all yeah. like one. Yeah. Had speakers that were separate and everything. This was before CDs were a thing. This was world mid 80s. I mean, I guess they were a thing, but they weren't prevalent at that point. That was the beginning of all of it. Because then I could rock out to Huey Lewis and Whitesnake cassettes in my bedroom. I know I've had a couple really good, memorable gifts, but I can't come up with any of them off the top of my head right now. Any homemade gifts that I've gotten. My dad made me a gorgeous recipe box mm-hmm. and then took all of like our favorite recipes that my mom makes that have been handed down from, you know, whatever. And he typed them all up and put them in the homemade wooden recipe box. And it was an amazing, amazing gift. Shay has, she's made me some amazing things. Andrew has drawn me some amazing things. Becca, this past year, has made some amazing pottery my mug with the skulls on it your mug with the skulls on it my mom has made me stitcheries i mean it's basically you have a very crafty family i have a and i'm not crafty at all i would prefer homemade gifts over store-bought gifts and i think any time that somebody puts any effort or thought into making me something that's the most memorable Mm. gift i can get so there's too many to mention because i can just like the more i think about it i just think of all the other things that people have made me and there's a lot of ones like that but that crappy stereo that just started because it started yeah that started a whole path that my life went down from there on yeah that was the beginning of the whole music obsession yeah see i don't have anything like that prior to that i had a red little boom box it was all plastic and had a cassette deck AM FM but I had taken it apart and then put it back together and it did not work <laughs> so yeah and then after that I was listening to cassettes remember those old recorders that were like rectangles they had a little pull out handle they had the big buttons yes I think so the speaker at the top like that's mm-hmm. what that's what I was using for music because I took oh. my other one apart so. Aww. if you could have dinner with three historical figures who would you choose historical figures historical figures I don't know William Shakespeare would be one of mine Abraham mm. Abraham Lincoln, because I want to know if he really has a high-pitched voice. Mm. And he's just incredible. And Alexander Hamilton, because I want Alexander Hamilton to watch Hamilton and tell me how much of it's accurate. Well, I would probably be weirdos. Like, who was the eccentric with the planes? Eccentric with the planes? Yeah. They did a movie about um, DiCaprio played on my phone. Oh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah. Let's see how crazy these people really are. Okay. You know I mean? Oh, who is he? Frank Abengale? Nope. Then I'm not thinking of the same one. Um, Worked as a doctor. Doctor, a lawyer, and a co-pilot for a major airline all before his 18th birthday. Master of deception. He was also a brilliant forger whose skill gave him his first real claim to fame. Not that guy. Howard Hughes. Oh, okay. Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Part of me wants to say Picasso, but I don't think Picasso was crazy. I think he was just sad. Maybe a little crazy, but... Robin Williams and George Carlin. Okay, good pick. Smell that foot. Smells better than me, Dad. You're such a stinky little girl. You're such a stinky little She's girl. rubbing up against it like, here, I will get your stink on me. It will smell so much better. All right. You want to go watch your crap TV? Yes. I'm going to go play video games. What video game are you going to play? Probably Guild Wars. Okay. Pew Pew Smash Smash. Pew Pew Smash Smash. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. A little more subdued of an episode. I don't know. It might not be, though, because I thought that was going to be last week. So I thought last week was going to be real subdued, and it turned out to be, like, not at all. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like crap last week. It turned out way better than I thought it would. We'll see how it washes out in the editing. We'll see how it goes. Mm. Washes out like our stinky gizzard. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't. She smells even worse when she's wet. I don't know how it's possible. I don't want to wash her. No. She'll get sticky. She'll get sticky? Sticky and slimy. She doesn't get sticky and she's slimy gross. when you wash her. When was the last time you ever saw her wet? You don't know. We washed her when we brought her home the first time. That was it. I was the only time we've ever given her a bath. She hasn't needed one. Oh. She's very good at cleaning herself. She's clean, just smelly. All right, everybody. On that All stinky right. note. On that stinky note. Pew we'll pew. S- we'll smell you later. We'll smell. Wow. <laughs> Bye.